2018, he sold 157 properties. In 2019, he sold 118 properties. He had a number of issues that came in the way, triathlon, new baby, unwell father, but 118 homes still makes him in the top 1% in Australasia as a real estate agent. Formula One three champion, and he held the Bathurst lap record for three years, which a lot of people don't know. He's got three kids, all boys, six-year-old, four-year-old, and five months. So he's a busy guy. Please put your hands together for Chris Gilmore. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Tommy. And I love the new the new look. Chris, we're gonna bring up your, 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 your marketing slides. Mm -hmm. um, which, which your offices? Browns Plains is our head office. So everyone knows where Browns Plains is. Yeah. No? We're all from Brisbane, yeah? And you work in real estate? She's not all from Brisbane. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. House um, one. Probably four, five years into it. Four, five years yeah, into it? Yeah, once I started growing the team. So. Okay. Um, if I, by the way, I haven't really given him, he, he didn't want any questions. He said, happy to sort of take questions from the audience and we can uh, just talk it through. Um, I just want to make sure I can move. Can I move these slides with this clicker? Yep, okay. Um, can I ask you, the number one piece of advice that you give to people sitting in this audience right here? I mean, to do 100 sales, what's your average comp? 15 grand, 10 yeah. grand? Um, yeah, anything from 14 to 18. 14 to 18, okay. We're not like Melbourne agents, mate. We get good comps here. <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's very true. Big problem in Melbourne. Super big problem in Melbourne. There are people there doing things at less than 1%. Okay, a couple of other things I want to ask you. When you first got into real estate, how did you go about getting business, Chris? I've worked my ass off. I work seven days a week, probably 18 hours a day for the first couple of years before I had kids. Is that right? Absolutely. Seven days? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I do six now. You do it six days now? Yeah. You take Sunday off? Yeah. Okay, what time do you get into work? I drop the kids off at school and I go to the pool. So I'm probably cruising in the office now at 10.30. Okay, so you get into the office at 10.30. Okay, can I ask, what do you typically do at 10.30 till lunchtime? Talk to sellers, <laughs> not much. Not much? I'm the wrong person I have up here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've got, to, I, I, I've got to say to you, the one thing I've noticed in all these years, there's no right way. There's no right way. I'm gonna tell you, I, I, I can't get over the fact that everyone thinks that the only way to do it is that you're sitting there like a robot doing, I've got to tell you, you work your strengths and you work where you are in life. So at the moment, you're basically saying you come in, in the morning, 10.30, um, you talk to a few people, what happens? I'm pretty structured in my day, mate, to be honest. I um... Do people ring you up for appraisals? Yeah. Yeah, all the time. What's the number one way you reckon why people do that? Why? Yeah. Uh, look, I've, I'm very lucky. I think all my years early, I had to work and really hard. Now the phone just, like, your attraction agent, like, it just rings. Like, you know, it's easy. But that's not going to help you guys. So, 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 it's, so, it's a combination of everything, mate. Right? It's, it's, there's not one thing that you can pinpoint. It's everything. And I'm very consistent in what I do. I still do today what I was doing 12 years ago.
example of one of those things? Um, well, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't door knock, I don't do newspaper, and I don't cold call. Hate them. All of them. Never done them, never will, don't need to. Okay. What is it that you do that you think works for you? Uh, well, I'm just very consistent with my letterbox drops. How many um, letterbox drops do you do? Uh, I do, what is it, three and a half thousand every week. Three and a half thousand every week. Yeah, for Can 12 I ask years. you, the letterbox drops that you do, are they personally addressed or they're just uh, mass? Nah, printed? nah, just I hire a dude on a posty bike and he just goes and does it for me. Okay. Yep. Three and a half thousand every week? Yep. 48 weeks a year, you reckon? Uh, I do 50, so there's two weeks I don't do it over the Christmas when they just get jam packed full of junk mail anyway. So. Do they work? Do they work? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, can I ask, show of hands. Who's got letterbox drops as a consistent monthly strategy in their business? Okay. You know what, one thing I've learned? They still work. But they work in combination, not in isolation. They work with consistency, predictable, repeatable. That's when they seem to work. And they seem to work a lot better when the person is already an attraction agent. Because when you're an attraction agent, you're basically just doing um, marketing that there is already in your head. So, apart from letterbox drops, can I ask you, what else are you doing at the moment that's exciting about building your personal brand? At the moment, or do you want to talk about 12 years ago? We'll do both. Okay, so at the moment, it's very just all digital now. I do off offline and online, but I'm mainly working mainly now online. Give me examples of that. Um, well, very big across social, all social platforms except Twitter. Um, so Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn? Nah, no LinkedIn, I hate that. Facebook um, and Insta? Yeah, Facebook, not as much on Insta, I just find that really boring. Um, TikTok, um, I reckon TikTok's just gonna go nuts. Okay, does TikTok you use for business? Nah, or? personal at the moment, but I'm um, just still studying it because it's still very new. Um, but mainly Facebook, YouTube, like they're the two. Um, okay, do you spend money on Facebook? On Facebook ads, yeah. How much you reckon? Uh, I'd have to have a look, probably 40 grand. 40 grand? Yeah. Okay, out of that 40 grand, is much of it vendor paid? No. All agent paid? Yeah, all, it's all, all I, don't, I, I don't advertise like homes on that. Okay, so this is personal branding yeah, stuff? Absolutely. Okay, can I ask you, in terms of a videographer, this is your videographer. Uh, yeah, Rob. Here? Yep. Is he is he a contractor or he's on your payroll permanent? No, I, I was having this conversation with Jason. I I don't offshore anything, so I've got three graphic designers in our office. Um, we got Rob who does all my videos. Uh, yeah, I've got everyone in the office. So Rob is an employee. Yeah, absolutely. He loves okay. it. Okay, how long has he been with you? I don't know. Six months. Nine. There you go. Nine months. Okay. You're doing okay. all right. Okay. And can I ask? Um, typically. What video content do you do on a week-to-week -week basis? You do property videos? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't, uh, I, look, I've been doing videos for 12 years, like day dot since I started. Like I honestly think I was one of the first in Queensland to start doing videos. My first one was one in Bulimba for 2.8 million. I don't even know how, what the hell I was doing. Um, so we just do property videos. I don't, I don't turn up for the property videos. I don't have time. Um, so he just goes and shoots. Um, just straight vid um, and then I come back we then block out like six or eight videos at once and then I just do like a just listed series we do some solds we just do content we'll use this just anything and everything it's all on my YouTube channel okay YouTube how many subscribers you got on YouTube 137 okay what can, 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 can I ask why that doesn't matter it's how many views you get a month why how do you think YouTube is going to help you in real estate 
Well, people see you. They see you on the screen. Uh, they, they think you're an authority. Um, they're constantly seeing you. They live on YouTube. Um, my kids don't even watch normal TV. Like, they, they're on YouTube. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, like, the last six months, it's pretty rare I even watch Foxtel. You know, it's either Netflix or, or YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. Do you, do you know that on YouTube, you can buy, like, hypothetically speaking, let's assume I want Anthony Robbins' audience. I want people that watch Anthony Robbins to, 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 to look at me. Do you know that I can buy Anthony Robbins content on his videos? So what happens is I take an ad via Google, who owns, Google owns YouTube. So whenever you think of YouTube, just keep thinking of Google, right? Google is like News Corp. Google is like realestate.com, right? They, they are a media organization, right? So what actually happens is you can go off and buy space and say, I'll take a 15 second ad, right? Um, do you spend any money on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah. Uh, just pre-roll ads. So you get a lot more views on them. So I'd normally, those ones are just property videos. When you spend money on Facebook, mm -hmm. Chris, who do you advertise to? Do you, do, do, do you have a system, a methodology that you say, I'm gonna hit a particular area? How do you go about it? My database. All right, so you've got your database? In Facebook, absolutely. In Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. How, how many people? It's just under 5,000, I think. So you've imported your database yeah, into Facebook, and then you just say, hit them. Mm -hmm. And then their friends. And hit their friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's pretty simple. So, big takeaway. Cold versus smart audience on Facebook. The fastest way to turbocharge it is that you get your database. It's in the real estate gym. There's a video there that shows you, you basically just get a CSV file and you import it, and then you can actually be hitting content. And Facebook likes that because they know that it's a warm audience, right? And um, it's very easy to do because they've got a mobile and an email. When they set up their account, they've got a mobile and an email, and Chris has got a mobile and an email, so Facebook does. You think that your marketing, like I, 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 I sit there, Google stalking and social media stalking real estate agents. Because the good thing about social media versus listing presentations, I can't see his listing presentation because it's behind closed doors. But I can see his marketing. And the good thing about marketing is you can go sit there like a stalker and study what they're doing. And what I've got here is a couple of the things you're doing in marketing. So do you want to just run me through some, so you do a newsletter, how often? Uh, once a month. How many do you do? All of them. How many so, thousand? Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, it doesn't change. Three and a half thousand. So is three and a half thousand your core market area? Yeah, so I've got three core areas. One's 2,000, the other one's 1,250, and the other one's about 400 now. And that hasn't changed over 12 years. It's the same area. Same area? Absolutely. Is that a, an A4? What is yeah, it? I don't know. It turns out to about that big. Right. So three and a half thousand of those every week, and I can see it's a combination of just sold, You've got a stuff there, you've got social media, you've got your podcast there, yep. that's on um, Spotify and on SoundCloud. Um, all, all the platforms. So really what I'm trying to do is just use offline to get them online. Right. That's really what I'm trying to do. What did, what did you talk about in your first podcast? Tonight. I'd have to go back and listen well, to it. When you're talking to people about podcasts, what do you talk, what do you talk to buyers and sellers about? So my podcast is, it's different because I'm trying to get to all audiences. It's not just real estate specific. 
like the one I did um, that I loaded up yesterday was just talking about why I've been off air for you know the last three months with dad so um, you know and the death of Kobe and, and stuff like that so it wasn't really too much real estate into it so it depends on what day and what I want to record so um, but you've got to you've got to have that content on there because obviously they're going to go on to and I try and keep all my social medias a little bit different you know if you go onto YouTube it's pretty much all just real estate like can, can, can I ask you you've been hit for a six with your dad mm -hmm. right has it impacted work uh, yeah Right. Yeah. Not, no, it probably more so I'm working less. Right. Just just to be home. Spending time with him. Uh, yeah, like as soon as I'm finished here, that's where I'm going. Right. So, but yeah, more so for my kids too. Your wife work? No. Nah. She's a full-time mum, mate. That's like two o'clock, no one knows, but we're at the emergency hospital two o'clock this morning with one of them. With one of your kids? Yeah, the five-month. That's why I look a bit tired. Listen, can I tell you, what you're seeing here is real life. You know what real life is in real estate? You're going to work, but you've got things around you that you've got no control of that become your problem. And your ability to go through these. And I can tell you, without going into detail, can I just get a show of hands? Who's had a major problem in the last 12 months? Show of hands, all right? It's a large, large group of people. Those problems end up being, you've got a father that's got cancer, you've got a kid that's sick, you've woken up and you've realized that you've been ripped off by a business partner. I don't know what it is, but all I'll say to you is, your ability to cop punches and to sort of not fall apart, you, and please, don't ever think that you've always got to be 10 out of 10 happy, right? I reckon that that's the way to be unhappy because if you're constantly thinking, I should be happy, you're reminding to yourself that you're not happy. And that's one of the problems with personal development industry. There's this reaffirmment that you should always be looking forward and that there's some deficit. I just think to myself that you have good seasons and bad seasons. And I, I have to tell you, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a great season. It's the first, first time in three years I don't have chemo. It's a great season. It's the first time that I've got a free run. I do whatever I want, right? But darkness turns light, winters become springs, nights become mornings. Never get too caught up within it because you've got no control over it. He's got no control over, he's got no control over what happens with his dad, but he's got totally control over of how he chooses to spend the time, the remaining time with his dad. Let me move on to this, uh, this here. Th these, are, these are drops here. Yeah, so that's just a sole fly. So that's the only two two things I put out. It's sold and just um, and the newsletter. So I've just abolished just listeds from our company altogether. Why is that? What do they do? Any monkey can list own. This here, so, sorry. Santa in the park. Yep. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, it's just a community thing that we do. Uh, like I love Christmas. Um, it's just something that we do. Uh, people are struggling. Like where where like my average. Prices like 500k, 600k. Some of them are lower. You know, these guys are working damn hard. They they can't go to the Westfields and, and pay 50 bucks to get a photo with Santa. So every year, I have for the last eight nine years, um, we just go into the, each of my farm areas, the three areas, and we just bring Santa and we spend three hours there and we give them toys and lollies and play games. They they come and see Santa. They get some really cool um, branding bags, you know, stuff like that and. 
Uh, you know, it wasn't last year, it was two years ago, or three years ago, I think. You know, I had a kid that came up and Sam said, you know, what would you like? And then this is where it gets real. He said, I'd just like to have a mum and a dad. Like, you don't know that stuff's going on in your community. So, um, and that's probably the biggest thing that I've done. If you talk to anyone in our, like I could run for mayor down in our area and I'd get voted in. Because they know me more than whoever the candidates are. Do you know what I mean? I do so much more in my community than anyone else. If you put a dollar value in stuff that you throw money at, community stuff, what would it be? Uh, I'd have no idea, but it doesn't matter. Like that, you know, whatever we do there. So like, that's our Santa letter. And again, you know, we, I was at the air. Did I take, I, I took Santa letter off you, didn't I? Yeah, you did, mate. Okay. <laughs> so Santa, and I still remember, it was about a decade ago. Yeah, man. And I did the video interview. <laughs> we did a Santa letter and I put it in the real estate gym and the Santa letter has ended up being year in, year out, a consistent, not a fad, a thing that works in the community. And uh, can you just explain because a lot of people here might not know Santa Letter, explain. Uh, so basically what we do on October, we put out a, uh, a piece to the entire farm area, just saying, look, if we've got a direct line to Santa, uh, if your kids would like to get a personalised letter. Um, so we were just doing a letter and then Tom stole it, so we had to up our game a little bit. So now we do door hangers, we do a naughty or a nice certificate um, and stuff like that. Where most people get lost in this is the cost to do it. All right, so I've got, a, I've got a team of six, all right? So that's the first thing. If you, I've got a team of six behind me, right? So I can't do all of this. Like, you can't write those numbers and, and sell that many homes with one person. You, you'd be dead. So the, the Santa letter, we basically, they just give us all their details. So it's data collecting. Uh, you get all the kids' details as well too, and then we send them out to them. So um, it cost me like five grand this year just in postage. Okay, can I, Chris, the other day you posted on social media mm -hmm. that if people list their house with you, mm -hmm. that they get free. Per, free personal styling. Yep, we'll stage a whole home down for nothing. For nothing. Mm -hmm. So when they list a property yep. with you, mm -hmm. they get free, free, free staging. Mm -hmm. And a skip bin. And a skip bin, okay. Yeah, I brought some skip bins too. Okay, can I, uh, so you, you foot the bill for that? Mm -hmm. Is it expensive? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Has it helped you win business? Uh, well, I'm 32 from 32. I'm keeping count because I haven't lost one yet. So, 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 Chris, they get a, they get, is this if they ask for it or everyone gets it? No, if, I'm, I've got reason behind it and I won't go into it because I want to keep what I've done for a little while um, and how I'm doing it. Cause I was even like 11 o'clock last night, I was getting messages, how, how am I doing it? And it's it, like, there's ways of doing it. Just work out how to do it. Like I'm not the first one to do it. But um, basically now I'm trying to get the owners to move out so I can stage it and I sell it first weekend. Right. So I'm not working as long, I'm not working as hard. I get amazing money for it. My photos look amazing, marketing looks good. Vendors are happy, we sell it first week. Like it's the, you can't get any better. Can I ask you, Chris, um, VPA, mm -hmm. typical campaign is how much? Four and a half. Four and a half. Mm -hmm. Roughly average percentage you charge? Um, so 2.86 and then 20% over a target number. 2.86 and then 20% over a target number. Um, when do you set the target number? At the listing. At the listing? Yep. Okay. If you had to have a rough guess percentage of over the target number you get, what would it be? Uh, how many have I got? Probably 50% of them. Half of them? Yeah. Okay. That I'd get more. 
Okay. Yeah, the best one was in Mansfield. I did 70,000 over the target. That was a good one. So that's 14 grand plus your fee. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Can, can, I, can, can I ask you, um, negotiation. Yep. Biggest tip in negotiation, you reckon? Uh, the biggest tip is, it's hard. Negotiation's hard to learn or to teach. Try and be on their side. Try and be their friend. Um, you know, you've got to do a job for both, obviously. Know when to push, when to back off. Know how quick to do the deal. Or like some deals might take me four days, where others might take three minutes. You know, so it's- So you're prepared to walk away? <clears throat> yeah, like it depends. So the game's changed for me. Since staging, like we've got multiple offers nearly on every house. So like negotiation happens itself. It's piss bits, like it's easy. And is that because homes look better? <clears throat> yeah. Any other reason? No, the way my buyer's manager runs our buyers and we hold our buyers, we bank our buyers so they can't buy anything else. Um, so How do you stop a buyer buying anything else? We just tell them what else we've got coming. Right. But they want to wait for it. So, and then we pre-release that out onto our closed Facebook group. So before we put it onto, uh, and I know they're here, but before we put them onto REA, we're putting it straight to Facebook, but a private closed group. So they want to be a part of that group so they don't miss out because most of the buyers are now missing out. So, okay, so you've got a so you've got a, a private Facebook page. Y yeah, it's a closed group. Yeah, closed group. Yeah. So, and that's any buyer that is pre-approved or has made an offer and is ready to buy today, they will go into that. So they want to be a part of that club. And it's not email, it's not text, it's Facebook, and that's where they live. They love it. I just noticed this footy tipping comp. Yep. Explain that. Uh, it's just something, again, for the last 12 years, we just run footy tipping comp. How many so, people went to that? Um, five, 600 a year. Okay, so local, local? Yeah, just all, all the people in my local farm area. Yeah, absolutely. What's first price? Um, so they get a week in my beach house on the Goldie. Oh, beautiful. You got a beach house? Mm -hmm. How often do you use it? Um, well, I just spent three weeks there over Christmas with the kids, so. Can I ask you, how long are you going to do real estate for? How long? Yeah. Have I done it for? No, how long are you going to do it for? Um, a long time. Yeah. Until I accomplish what I want to do. I've still got a few more people to buy out. What do you got here? That's just my social media. Facebook. So I don't actually do my social media. Who does that? Uh, Alana. So she's really cool. She understands me. She like the stuff she posts is me. Like she she needs to know me or my. Uh, so I do my personal page, but my business page sometimes I do. But she's mainly just I just don't have time. Okay. So guys and girls, all I'll say to you is that start thinking creatively, and trust me, within around two weeks, I'll have the template for you. <laughs> whatever you want mate <laughs> whatever you want I'm happy to okay. mate I'm here because of that conversation we had that night mate well that thank you and um, that's why I'm here well that matters bus stops yep um, how many you reckon you've got 70 70 bus stops got four billboards four billboards three static one digital yeah, but like, oh mate, that texted me last night. I'm like, mate, how long you been in? And he's like, four months. I'm like, just chill out. <laughs> like, I wasn't doing this for, I mean, four months in. Like, no. It started about 25 years ago with a guy called Neil Jenman. Neil Jenman created a template to basically say, you can actually predict 
how much business you'll get by bringing prospecting. Up until then, no one, there were, real estate had actually not one single, single, single template. He came up with a prospecting template. He wrote a manual from winner to beginner. Right, and then various people did various things. Networks started doing prospecting, door knocking, telemarketing. He had all these things: private sales, animals free to good home ads, um, 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 and all these methods to get listings. Then what happened is Revolution Two, and Revolution Two was marketing. And at some point, marketing does overtake prospecting in your own business in real estate. But number three now is the stuff that Chris is sort of jumped on in what appears to be the last year or so, and that is podcasting, right? Um, and uh, use of social media effectively, right? Having videographers uh, come in. It is the, 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 the next layer that we're seeing in real estate. Um, it would be wrong if I don't just tap into what you were doing in your early years, because you said it's different. So most of the people there are early year people. Yep. What are the things? Um, so back then, basically, we were letterbox dropping three times a week. So the same farm area, but I was just doing it every two days because I didn't have much stock at that time. Do you know what I mean? You've got to ride the wave, you get a listing, you sell it, and then you've got to, you forget to prospect, and then you're prospecting again, and yeah, you know, yeah. the, the normal wave. Um, so it was just a lot of that. Um, I did a lot of community events you know, in the area and stuff like that. So that takes a lot of hard work and that's where a lot of people just go, yeah, it's too hard, so they don't do it. Um, but we had a couple of people um, dying of cancer. One actually has passed, the other one's still fighting. But, um, you know, you get bands and jumping castles and you get everyone else involved and you just get thousands of people there. And we were just doing all that as well. So um, just try and just be involved in your community somehow and just help, like you can help in the littlest ways. Do you know what I mean? So that was really, um, that so helps. community and letterbox drops, they were the two things. Yeah, pretty much, and I'm still doing it. You never went down the path of doing door knocking? <laughs> I mean, I, I, my previous job I used to sell, I was door-to-door -door selling, and it was commission only, mate. And when you've seen your, enough 80-year-olds naked answer the door, man, I am never door knocking again. Okay. <laughs> no way. Was there anything else apart from letterbox drops and community? Were you getting were you getting any influencers giving you work? Uh, no, no. So I would do uh, thank you cards, uh, anniversary cards, even to the stuff where we didn't sell them. Um, so because those agents generally are no longer in the game anyway, so we we're doing that, um, and we'd just put a dollar scratchy in for every year that they were in in the home as well. So if they were there seven years, I get seven bucks worth of scratchies. Still do it now. Mate, yeah, that's okay. pretty simple. But it's, I'm just very consistent, very structured. And I think, like, if you have a look at the stuff that we do now, it's very polished. Um, you know, our girls make us look fantastic. And, but the content that we put out, I think, is very relevant. Guys and girls, they're my questions. Give them a big round of applause. <laughs> very, very factual, straight to the point. Um, is there any questions that people want to, is there any questions anyone's got to ask? And I'll repeat it so everyone can hear it. Sure. Is your social media girl, is she a full-time employee and how much do you pay her? Is the social media person a full-time employee and how much do you pay her? Yeah, so um, I won't say how much she's getting paid in case my staff watch it. Um, but she's 21, 22. 
Um, she's full time, so she does all my design. So she's actually designed, so I've got three designers, and um, but she's full time just for me. And so she makes, she does all this stuff. So it makes us look nice. Yep. Okay. So, but like a 21, 22 year old, mate, you're paying 50 grand a year, they'll jump all over it. Yes, over here, nice and loud. Yep. No. No, no, no. So what we do when we we've we've started this thing called the Just Listed series, we're up to what number forty something at the moment. So I'll try and block out like six at one time. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like if he's doing one tonight, I won't go there. I want to go home. So you know what I mean? He'll record and then during the day we'll block it out and then just yeah. Them. So, but different different types of videos. So we do one with talking, one without. So then we can cut up for Insta uh, and Facebook stories because they're twenty second videos and stuff like that. Like we get real technical with it. How do you deal with your like people that say go away no more in the letterbox? Like, yeah. How do you yeah. deal with people that say no more in the letterbox? Yeah. So we got a really nice letter uh, addressed to us yesterday that if we don't stop, that he'll come with a baseball bat and smash the very first person that he sees in our office. Um, so yeah, and then, but, no, nah, hell no, <laughs> no, bring it on, yeah, come with your baseball, like that's just, it's just been a dick, you know, um, so I have probably seven people that we don't do, that's it, like they've had enough, they know who we are, then they drive past the billboards and then the bus stops and then the signboards, like, yeah, we've, they've copped it enough, so, but there's only about seven. Over here. What's your secret to getting so many good reviews? Secret to getting so many good reviews. The reviews where? Reviews where? Real sense of comment rate by everyone. Okay. Just do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, it's pretty simple, so I don't use... Well, when you're doing a couple hundred, you're yep. getting... Okay, well, ask the ones that you know you're going to get good reviews on. Um, but look, to be honest, all, our, all of ours, I just too lazy to send out the link to all of them, but... Um, so I'm growing REA's one. I don't use the other site that you, you called. I dislike them. Um, but I'm really, my reviews, I'm on the platforms where people are looking. So I've never had a listing. I've never had someone ring and say, oh, I saw you on Rate My Agent. Right? Between agents, it's just this big whatever. Right? They're looking at realestate.com uh, and they're looking at Google. So, and I don't do Facebook reviews because it's too easy for a competitor or some fake to just put one up. On the 13th of February, which is uh, next week, I'll be doing a one hour webinar via realestate.com on how to win ratings and reviews on realestate.com. As far as I'm concerned, you've got to, and he's smart enough to know it, that you've got to follow the consumer's eyeballs. They're on that and there's a few tech hacks that you can do and I'm gonna also cover when the bad review comes in, what do you do, right? Um, yes, bidding online. So you've got a platform where people bid online. Yeah, so we, yeah, so I, I have shares in that company, so I'll be very upfront What's the name of the company? Market buy. Market so buy, okay. It's basically, I'll use it when, uh, when we have multiple offers. Okay, so I think, to be honest, and that's why I've invested into that company, I think it is going to be the future, and it's a, an argument we'll have with auction agents and private treaty agents all day long, which is fun. But it, the buyers love it, the sellers love it, they can watch it, it's live, it's 24-7, uh, and you're building trust and 100% transparency between the buyers, so they know where everyone sits, you know, so uh, it's working well.
but I choose which homes I put it on. Okay, one more question. Uh, this might be a simple question for you, but what was your decision process around using your image so large on the signboard versus property images? So I think you put yourself out there quite a lot on the mm -hmm. signboard, more than anyone. So the question is, you've made a decision to actually profile yourself a lot on the signboards. Um, yeah. Okay, so being a non-franchise, I can do whatever I like. Um, so I have that freedom. Of, so that's one thing. I was in one of those where I was like, that's no, all about them. Um, so I wanted a business or a company where it's about the agent because people list for people, they don't list for companies. Like it wouldn't matter if you were with NGU or Harcourts or Ray White, man, they, they're going to list with you. Um, why do I have me everywhere? Because it's marketing. We're in real estate. You know what I mean? I just do it more than anyone else in our, in our local marketplace, hence we list more and sell more. It's, we're in marketing. It's... Give a big round of applause. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tom. Hey, and by the way, he was... Uh, he saw on a, on a post, I lost my AirPods and I'm going to be away all week going all over Australia and he's given me a new set of AirPods. He's very kind of you. Thank you so much. Anything, mate. Anything for you. Thank you, brother. No